Time for the uh, Dr. Sinagra report for the great uh, Sunrise uh, Medical Center, the Sunrise Wellness Center, actually called the Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. And of course, you get a free consult with a good man, 631563 yeah, 1444. It's been lights out uh, over the last couple of weeks. If you've missed anything, you can go on the website and certainly everything discussed. You just don't find that anywhere else in the media. The immune system and everything else, it has been vital. That has been a center point over the last month or so. And uh, just a good discussion in general as far as information. As we welcome in uh, the great Ronald Sinagra, Dr. Ron Sinagra. Uh, Sunrise Wellness, folks, it's located right on Sunrise Highway, right, right before the Lakeland Avenue exit. So you can't miss it. It's a little strip center there. And, of course, Sunrise is right there. You can't miss it. Great people. And I mean a great staff. Second on for Dr. Ron. And a good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, beautiful day up here in the northeast, a little snow. Yeah. How about that? You know, I actually, I actually, how long has it been since we had a good snowstorm? It's been quite a while. About 748 days to be exact. Well, hold on a minute. 748 days, uh, 11 hours, 19 minutes, 14 seconds. <laughs> that and I, I i had to look it up i didn't believe it. It, it but it really has been that long because i remember the last time i pulled my daughter in the sleigh uh she was uh a little over two so maybe ju- maybe just two so it's been it's been a few years yeah no doubt so some great well, times. we got a pretty one today some great times over the years also some bad times you know i'll tell you the treacherous roads and everything else I always, I always remember myself on the way to the airport to do the show, spinning out on Route 112 there. Scary scene at, uh, at 5.15 in the morning. But, you know, we've dodged that proverbial bullet over the years. And today, you know, today is today. What are you going to do? Listen, February we know is, is, uh, is uh, you know, just a snow month for Long Island. I know. We, really. we, the media does need to calm down a little bit, though. They <laughs> You know, snow, it is winter. They, they make it is it winter. Like it's, a, uh, it's a breaking. It, look, oh, snow in February? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. listen, I remember snow in April. You know, I was about yeah. to go to a Yankee White Sox game. I'll never forget it. Opening and we had, a, we had 18 inches of snow, snow one year. in April. Yep. You know, we've had hey, I got, I got some good stuff again today. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, you know, we've been talking about optimizing immune function and, and you know, the, the basic principles for building a strong immune system. Because we don't hear that, and, and, and you give me the platform to discuss it, and it's not discussed at all, even in um, modern healthcare, You don't really get this from your MD. You're not going to get it at the hospital. Um, so I thought we could provide that. And in the past few weeks, we've discussed the basics of building a strong immune system. And I broke it down to about eight to 10, ten uh, little episodes. The first one was protecting barrier functions. We need to protect our gut lining and our sinus um, uh, respiratory and our genital urinary area by uh, maintaining commensal and friendly environments, meaning good bacteria, appropriate hygiene practices. Uh, hygiene is very important, but hyper sanitation can be almost as uh, damaging as no sanitation. So we have to be careful of that. We want to rebuild and maintain 
um, are antioxidant reserves. So when our body gets into a stressful situation where we have free radical exposure or the production of free radicals, we have the micronutrients, the antioxidants to combat them. Uh, rebuilding the cellular mitochondria for our immune system is vital. Uh, the amino acids that are required uh, come from protein, and the supplements that are required help our mitochondria create the cellular energy for our immune system and our immune cells. And reducing chronic inflammatory signals and using natural modulators like fish oil and curcumin and vitamin D to calm inflammation. Uh, most drug commercials these days, you, can't, you won't get through the commercial without the word inflammation being mentioned. So those are what we've talked about. And today, I want to talk about a very important one, because maintaining a circadian lifestyle. And we're talking about our sleep cycle primarily. And a circadian uh, cycle is something that's reoccurring naturally on a 24-hour cycle. So when you hear those terms, a circadian lifestyle or, or your circadian rhythm, just know that that's based on a 24-hour cycle of light and dark. That's pretty much the rotation of the earth based on that in one day. And the immune system, like many other metabolic systems, is highly coordinated by these circadian cycles. Now, years ago, I never knew that, but the circadian cycles are so uh, so vital to uh, maintaining balance and, and and tone in our immune system. And disruptions which can reduce immune system function and actually risk and excuse me, actually increase risk for autoimmune disease. Study after study is showing how sleep is priceless in slowing the aging process, increasing lifespan, and maximizing our, our, overall, health, our, our overall health. I'm stumbling on my words today. I apologize, everybody. It's all good. Um, so entrainment by the light-dark cycle is critical. So what does entrainment mean? I had to actually go look it up. I don't even remember that word from school. But entrainment is, is how... Uh, these cycles are, 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 are how our body's actual physical or physiology and physical cycles are synchronized to the cycles of light and day. So that's entrainment, meaning our body cycles and the cycles of the earth actually work together between light and dark and the circadian rhythms in our body. So one example of this is, uh, is, is uh, cortisol production. Now, people uh, think of cortisol as a stress hormone. It is, but cortisol is also very, very vital for normal physiology, and cortisol is produced by our adrenal glands. So cortisol should be high in the morning. So when you wake in the morning, your cortisol levels should be high, and they should gradually taper off throughout the day. Uh, cortisol in the morning raises your blood sugar. Basically what it's doing is it's getting your body ready to get moving and get coming out of your sleep cycle. Yeah. Uh, again, this should naturally fall throughout the day. Then the reverse to this is uh, melatonin. Now, melatonin is produced by the pineal gland in the brain, and melatonin should be low in the morning, and then melatonin should taper up throughout the day, excuse me, uh, and, and taper up as the sun goes down to be at a maximum level around 9 p.m. So the way this works is when you when you wake, your 
adrenal glands release cortisol based on this cycle, and that revs up your body. That gets your blood sugar up to get your physiology moving. And as that tapers down, it's really funny how this works. Not really funny. It's just really interesting how it works. Uh, melatonin is triggered by the dilation of your pupils as the sun goes down. So as the sun goes down, your pupils will dilate. That triggers your pineal gland to release melatonin. And that creates this cycle of high cortisol in the morning, low uh, high cortisol, excuse me, low cortisol in the evening, high melatonin in the evening to start the sleep cycle. And this is vital for immune function and certain immune cells communication with your gut bacteria actually are linked to this cycle between cortisol and melatonin. And when, when I was reading that, I, I still find it fascinating that your immune cells and the good bacteria in your gut actually communicate. Uh, it, it, to me, that's just, when you read what the good bacteria actually do and their physiological effect on the body, it's jaw-dropping, but it, this is actually called crosstalk, and I've mentioned it before. The good bacteria and your immune cells communicate, and that communication is also linked to that circadian rhythm and that cycle. So keeping the cycle maintained and synchronized with light and dark has clinically been shown to improve resilience against acute and chronic diseases. Think about that that cycle that we have, that circadian rhythm of sleep, wake, in the light, dark, actually reboots our immune system and can actually protect us against chronic inflammatory diseases, autoimmune diseases, even cancers. So making sure that we have this system set and working properly is incredibly important. So what disturbs these things? Well, we have proof positive that rotating shifts are deadly. Uh, police and, and, and other careers where you're doing that eight to four for two weeks and then you do the midnight to eight uh, for another couple of weeks, then you switch over to four to 12. It's brutal and it actually has been shown to reduce lifespan. So following these rhythms, Jay, <clears throat> is incredibly important, but I think more importantly is the disruption we, we see the disruption of these cycles have a devastating effect on our immune system. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the thing is, it just seems to somebody who might not be fully in tune, uh, let's say you know nothing about as far as what the immune system does and everything else, protection, everything else, you get a sense when things are not aligned properly, that's when you could have excessive damage. And that's when, you know, you could fall prey to some of the illnesses out there. So that's why it's so important for things to be in sync. Uh, and, and, and that is the overall key, I would think, right? It, it is. And, and, you know, on a side note, Jay, we've just gotten away from Mother Nature. You know, Mother Nature gives us a plan. You know, our baby should drink breast milk. <laughs> you know, we should eat what walks and grows on the planet not in the box. Uh, we should sleep. We should sleep at night and work in the day. Uh, you know, and we've gotten away from just basic fundamentals of life that, that nature constantly tells us or constantly demonstrates to us is what's required for us to live a healthy life. But we've created this, this crazy modern society that sometimes ignores this. And it even gets down to uh, mealtimes. 
following these cycles and keeping them closely based on light-dark cycles even extends to eating and to mealtimes. Eating during hours of light actually reinforces the circadian signals. So late-night eating is, is bad on many levels. It's bad for uh, wanting to lose weight and staying lean and fit, but it also disrupts that cycle. And then if you think about it, um, primates in generally don't, we would never eat at night. Uh, most, you know, creatures that eat at night are carnivores, and and, and they go out at night to hunt. Uh, that's not how we were uh, uh, developed over time with evolutionary right. changes. So, so appropriate sleep time, both quantity and timing, is one of the greatest synchronizing signals our bodies use to keep our circadian rhythm cycles in synchrony. So, what what does that really mean? The, our cells in our body have these cycles built into them, and they get disturbed. And when they get disturbed, we have altered immune function and many other changes in our phys- in our physiology that are not healthy. So we even have what we call uh, clock genes that turn things on in our cells and turn things off, and they're based on the circadian rhythm and the, and our circadian clock. And without proper sleep cycles, these genes can wander off, altering human physiology, meaning the genes that are basically set in our cells to turn things on and turn things off during the normal, uh, the normal cycles of sleep and light and dark can really be uh, affected, and that can cause other problems. So, you know, quantity and quality of sleep is synchronizing our signals and and restores those circadian cycles back in. And what we find out now is that to improve those cycles and and to reset our biological circadian clock, the health benefits are staggering. And the best way to do this is to reset your clock. The best thing to do is to get seven to eight hours sleep. Now, I struggle with this one. Uh, Please, I'm not being holier than thou here. Uh, As I've aged, I don't seem to sleep that much uh, or require as much, but yet all the research is demonstrating that you really need seven to eight hours worth of sleep. And that's something I'm working on for myself. Uh, And this should occur between the hours of 9 p.m. and 8 a.m. And What we've seen in research is it's a potent therapy for anyone with immune challenges. It actually strengthens the immune system. So proper sleep, proper resetting of our circadian clocks and our circadian rhythms actually helps our immune system. And sleep disruptors increase the risk of infection and auto disease and inflammatory metabolic disease. So in a nutshell... Sleep is good, <laughs> and it's no, really it is required. Good, let me ask you, why is it – I go through the same process. I talk about it on the show a lot. I think the older you get, uh, I find I – for some reason, you know, even on the weekends, right, where I'm, I'm not – I don't have to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning as I do Monday to Friday. Even the weekends, I can't really sleep past 5 o'clock. I mean, my body clock is is pretty much on that type of span. Um, so you're an early you're an early riser with your show. Such a mind, you know. You and I have texted each other at what four thirty in the morning. Sure. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I get up at four, but I'm in bed at eight o'clock now, eight thirty. Uh, you know, when Serafina goes to sleep, uh, I'll be hanging. But you know, so now all of a sudden I'm like, boop! 
I try to stay awake to watch a couple of shows. I end up right. going to sleep on the couch. Uh, I, I also think the other problem with sleep is this. We've created a world where we're sedentary, and I believe it goes back to that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I always like to look back at, at nature. There can be, there's no animal, there's no primate in, in nature that could be sedentary. It has to move to eat. It has to move to avoid predation. You know, we have created these worlds where we can drive our car to our desk, sit at our desk all hours, come home, sit at our dinner table, and go back and sit on our couch. And now we wonder why we're not tired or our sleep cycles. But I think, you know, when you exercise regularly, and you fit, and you actually physically raise your heart rate, move your body. I think the sleep patterns will restore. I know when I work out and I come, I come home, I'm like, all right, but yeah, I'm ready for bed tonight, and and I get a much better night's sleep than some of the you know some of the uh, routines that we've created in our society that don't allow that. Uh, yeah. We see, you know, especially I see the commuters, you know, the, the guy running for the train at 6.30, and you see him running after the train, you know, at, at 7 p.m. when he gets home, and when mm-hmm. he gets home, it's a, it's a, I think that that does, that does affect it, um, but, you know, understanding that that sleep actually resets the clock and resets metabolic processes and, and does restore immune function, and sleep studies, you know... Have you ever had anybody that you know went for a sleep study and they didn't have sleep apnea? No. <laughs> I no. would not have it. When you, I, you here's know. the thing. Years ago, I went for, you know, I went to one of those doctors who suggested I go into one of these, you know, almost not, not like a hospital, like a clinic, so yeah, that they uh, can we, monitor me, you know, the whole thing. They'd hook me up uh, and, and everything else. Uh, but now... Because of modernization of treatments and everything else, you don't need that. You know, we had a we had a a doctor who was actually a dentist who specialized in treating sleep disorders. That's what you have this day and age now. Yeah, you, you know. On a side note, um, those mouthpieces that they sell for uh, snoring, uh, uh, well, I use one called uh, what was it called? Uh, I forgot what it was, Zipa or something. I forgot the name of this one, uh, or, or you know, Pure Sleep. And it was like a football mouthpiece, the ones we used to wear. But when you bite down, you push your jaw forward. Yeah. And then you bite down on the uh, on the mouthpiece. And that's designed to rid yourself from snoring. But I know when I, when, when I use it, when I put it in my mouth and go to sleep, I, number one, Stephanie tells me I sleep a thousand times better. I don't snore, and I don't, you know, do that. I, I, you know, so what's happening is all, when I sleep on my back, I'm 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 coming out of REM sleep because I'm short on oxygen and my body's triggering the phrenic reflex, <laughs> and that's waking me up. And that's <sighs> like you ever see a baby when it's sleeping and all of a sudden it'll get that shudder. <clears throat> that's that that's that phrenic reflex because when your oxygen levels go too low in your bloodstream, your body will trigger the diaphragm to shudder and so but that drags you out of REM sleep. Right. So that's that's the problem. Uh, sleep apnea is a big issue. Uh, you know, uh, well, it's a dangerous issue. one doctor because you have sleep apnea. I go, how do you know? He goes, how big is your neck? I go, 19 and a half inches. He goes, you got sleep apnea. <laughs> he goes, they can tell just by the size of your neck. If you're a big guy, uh, I've always, you know, I've always had that football neck or that wrestling yeah, neck. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that could definitely uh, 
but those mouthpieces do help. But I, I don't want to tell anybody not to go for a sleep study or, or you know, some of those other machines. The sleep apnea machine, I just know myself I would never use one. Uh, you know. The CPAP uh, stuff, yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough machine. But they're, they're coming up with better methods, too. But let's keep – I'm going to continue on with yeah, this, but um, if you have an autoimmune disease or you have a chronic illness, nothing is more important – than at least seven hours of sleep. It can it, you, your immune system requires it. So if you're someone who's struggling with chronic illness, please you have to get the sleep cycle back. Um, and I want to swing into now understanding circadian disruptors. The worst circadian disruptor is shift work, like the police. It's very damaging to that cycle. Uh, we also have jet lag. You know. Um, and jet lag is more for people that do uh, business trips. You know, I know friends that travel around the, uh, the country. Uh, my cousin Russ, he's a he works for Amazon. He's he travels to Asia. But I mean, he spent more time on a plane than I think he spent, you know, in the states in the last couple of years. So th- these people that always are traveling, uh, th- that can really affect the sleep cycle. Uh, so when you're doing that, you know, and there's also you know. Uh, Social jet lag, you know, for the Taylor Swift types that can just fly around the world, but that's that's not most of our listeners. Uh, melatonin therapy is really important. So let me tell you what we do with people that have these problems, and, and I won't even I won't even talk to you about even, even my even myself. Exposure to sunlight it can really be dramatic, and I actually recommend my patients to use uh, stand up tanning booths now. Everybody calm down. I'm not telling people to go in there and look like they just got back from Miami um, and, and be tan. Full body exposure, so standing in the, in the tanning bed, buck naked, so your whole body's exposed for just a few minutes. So you should not, no one should even know you tan. That's how, how infrequent or that's how limited I want you to be exposed to that UV light. But that exposure to UV light, has dramatic effects on the circadian rhythm. So if you expose yourself to that sun, and then around sleep time you take extra melatonin, you can reset that sleep cycle. So now I'm an outdoor guy. I I like boating. I I haven't seen the sun since October. I wake up, it's dark. I get to my office, it's dark. I come home, it's dark. I'm under, you know, artificial lighting all day. I mean, that's just... You know, life in the Northeast or life in the North during the winter becomes tough. And ways to combat that, uh, using that artificial UV light can really help. Uh, I think it's an important thing to reset that clock uh, because otherwise, you know, we just don't get that exposure. Also, you know, as everybody can attest to this, you know, when we say, oh, I feel great. Yeah, yeah. When the sun's out, I'm in a happy mood. Uh, the UV light on your face, it affects the pineal gland, which produces melatonin, by the way. And it also uh, releases endorphins. I just know when I go to a stand-up tan booth, just for a few minutes, I'm telling you I'm in a better mood. It just affects everything. Uh, we need to be exposed to UV light. That's how we're designed to live. That's Mother Nature. So again, not baby oil and iodine and sitting at the beach for eight hours with a, you know, a mirror under your face to reflect the sun back to it. But you know, not having exposure to sunlight in the winter time definitely affects your circadian rhythm and that cycle. 
uh, I, I thought that was, you know, an important thing to discuss. But, you know, that shift work is very, very tough. And, you know, it's directly linked to bad things with your health. So if you if you if you're considering a career that has shift work, really think twice about that. And if you happen to have a career where you can't avoid that, you really have to take extra time to get 8 hours of sleep somewhere in that 24-hour cycle. Without that, you're really running the risk of damaging your long-term health. Okay. Because you know, it's it's also directly linked to cancers, autoimmune disease, cardiovascular disease, all these different things. So, uh, I just thought today would be a you know. A, a, let me give you another example before well, we got a, we got we're short on time, my friend. We're short on time. I got okay, a heavy no, schedule. I got that, Tom that, Swazi. That, we're all good with that. I just yeah. wanted to make sure everyone understood that and. Uh, Jay, thank you again. Today's episode was real good on sleep and the Very important circadian cycle. Absolutely. You go to the website, Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. Everything we speak about, folks, everything we, we speak about, uh, you are certainly uh, prompted to go to the website, our site as well. You don't hear it anywhere else. Sunrise Wellness Center, LI.com. To get a consultation free of charge. Uh, with the great Dr. Ron, you can call 631-563-1444. And uh, always a pleasure to have you. You stay safe today, okay? Skitchin' later. <laughs>